Welcome to the Wotown Fan Podcast, the podcast highlighting members of CrossFit Wotown and telling their stories of health and wellness. I'm Trace, and I'll be your host for this month's episode. I sat down with Andrew Hayes, a retired military veteran, husband, dad of three, and really just an overall good dude. He shares his story of how Wotown has given him a community and an outlet to achieve goals and encourage others to achieve their goals as well. I hope you enjoy this conversation. I got Andrew Hayes on the line. Andrew, he's been with us since the first day, one of the OG members. Uh, Andrew, can you say hey to uh, Wotown? What up, Wotown? <laughs> nice, nice. Well, uh, Andrew, I just really want to hop in here with you. I know that we've been talking on the phone for a few minutes beforehand, but why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about yourself? I know you frequent the 4.30 and 5.30 PM classes, but for those of you, for those of the people listening who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So uh, my wife is from the Kimberly Warrior Morris area. Uh, she and I met back in 2006 and seven, I guess, you know, I was on the verge of coming back to the States. I was stationed in Italy. Uh, I, I joined the Air Force back in 2001, retired in 2015, but she and I met uh, through a friend that, that lives in Warriors. Some people may know Lynn Barber. Uh, she is the matchmaker of the century. I feel like everybody She's, would know a barber in Warrior. <laughs> every, everybody, everybody needs to know a barber. If you want to get by in the Warrior Morris, Kimberly area, you need to know a barber. But she, she introduced us, so she, she takes full credit for that. She takes full credit for the success of our marriage and our children and everything else, (laughs) of course. So, but she is, she's been great. And, and I wouldn't have changed that decision for anything. You know, that was kind of a weird deal, but, uh, Christy and I met and, and it was, and it was one of those things that was just, uh, you know, we hit it off and, and one thing just kind of led to another. Next thing you know, I am, I am standing at the altar with a girl from Morris, Alabama, and I thought there is no way this is happening. But you know, I that that was it, and and I I fell in love with this girl, and uh, you know, she and I decided long ago that when I retired from the military, whenever that was, that we would move back to Morris, and that's that's what happened. Now I retired early. Uh, that was kind of a blessing from the Lord. But we were able to join our family roots and get back to Morris, and that's that's where we came. So, so where are you originally uh, from? I was born at St. Vincent's in 1976. <laughs> like all good babies, I feel like come from St. Vincent's. There you go. Yeah, you know, I was a little scoundrel. I was from Brookwood Hospital. You know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what part of town are you from? So, uh, we. My my parents, uh, my dad actually grew up in Hayden, Kimberly, that area. Uh, his dad was a truck driver and a, like a freight dock supervisor back in the day. And so they, they kind of predominantly stayed around that area. And that's that's where the bulk of my family is from. And then we, my dad is a, a minister and we moved around, you know, all my uh, childhood uh, but all around the South, you know, and so eventually, uh, he kind of made his way back towards Alabama, but just never made it back there. And so when I joined the military, uh, we were living in Mississippi at the time. 
Oh, dude, I did not know that you were a PK. I did. For those yeah, of you, who, for those of listening who have no idea what a PK is, that's a pastor's kid. Only PKs call each other PKs. So I too am a pastor's kid. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to live the life. I know, dude. It's like, is there's a fine line? Like the stigma is you're either like a goody two shoe, or you're an absolute hellion. You know that yeah. that is one yeah. or the other. It's the hot or cold. There's no in between. A lot of pressure on the PKs. I think people judge you either way. Oh, for sure. Like everyone's gonna say, "Oh, you're for sure you're a hellion." That's yeah. basically what <laughs> you're a hellion, <laughs> which may be true to a certain degree. I, maybe for me. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh man! So you're married. You have uh, two kids, right? Three kids. So three yeah, kids. We. I'm miss. Yeah, I uh, have not seen one kid altogether. Then I've only seen two. Well, it seems like they all don't show up at the same time. Like we bring them all, and then there's, you know, our so our middle child. She's kind of like the, uh, she kind of, you know, ducks in and out of, you know observation but ellie is ellie is our middle child she's a sweetheart but man she she lives that middle child life and uh, and then the yeah the, so then we've got the oldest and that's zoe and then we've got the youngest yeah. and that's gunner and he's about yeah. 17 months old but yeah that's that's our band of outlaws i for he was that's what i've heard he was like stressing out he had the mom face like do a fitness workout right now. If you don't mind, I'll take care of you. <laughs> yeah, you got to make those decisions. Yeah, he took that fall. That, that was the day I thought, I was like, oh, my gosh, we may not make it past one month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so you're living the dad life. I am living that dad life, man. It's a good life. Yeah. And you also mentioned you uh, retired military. I am, uh, uh, let's see, November 19th, 2015. That was my last day of active duty. Uh, in the Air Force? Yes. So how long were you in the military? So I was in the military for 15 years, which is, you know, it's, un- it's uncommon for people to really push past 10 and not retire. But, you know, people think, well, you did less than 20, so what happened? So, you know, I got, I got medically retired. Right. Um, after 15 years. And that was, you know, that was kind of a strange deal, but it, you know, it happened and I'm, I embraced it and that's where we are. Right. And then you, luckily you moved back to, uh, the Morris Kimberly warrior area. Y'all live in, oh, yeah. y'all, where y'all live in Morris or Kimberly? Uh, we live off of Mosley loop behind oh, Brian's yeah, yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's like the controversial area from back in the day where they, you know, divided the Morse Kimberly area. But, you know, when we did our house, uh, we were building, we had to go through Kimberly for everything. Oh, so okay. we're, we are Kimberly folk, I think. So what do you think about Kimberly, Alabama? You know, it's, it is, it sounds bad, but it is kind of what I expected as like a small town. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's not to be derogatory, but that's just, it's a small town Everybody kind of knows everybody, but uh, as little as I knew about it, um, I have grown to love it. You know, being in that small community, it's a very supportive community. It's a very strong community. 
uh, I didn't I didn't realize how strong a small community could be until I lived in it. Yeah. And that that has been huge, man. Just to know that, you know, people have your back. People have others. You know, it's just that that support network that you've got in that small community. That's that's really crazy how big that is in a small community. About this area, I've gone to like. I've grew up here, but I, it's not anymore because everybody and their mother's moving this way. <laughs> right. So, uh, so tell me about uh, what made you like decide. You know, you you joined one of our first uh, fifty members. I know we had you came to some of our free workouts in the park and stuff like that. But tell me your experience. How? What made you decide to one uh, start? What? So I had been, you know, for all intents and purposes, I had been very active while I was in the military and I had done CrossFit. I had done a program called Military Athlete and it was very effective as far as uh, keeping you in shape. Um, When I got out, I promised myself, you know, hey, I'm going to stay active. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be a couch potato, whatever, but I mean, it inevitably happened and I just, uh, I just got kind of sucked into that, uh, that lifestyle of just, you know, no activity, bad nutrition, just no ambition to, to work out. I had tried to join a gym. I had spent money on the gym, um, but it just did not happen. Nothing you know, I, I wasn't motivated enough to stay in it myself, which I was so surprised about because I had done it, you know, every day for 15 years. But right. um, nobody was telling me to do it anymore. So I, I just did not have that motivation. And, and, and I, not that CrossFit for me had a bad rap, but I am not a social person. Right. Uh, so the, the, you know, CrossFit to me was uh, – you know, socialites with a exercise problem, you know, and I, I thought <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy, you know, and, and, and I, you know, keep in mind, I, I did CrossFit through a military base. So we were not necessarily a social community, uh, but we did CrossFit. And so when you, when you pop that question of asking people what they wanted to do for fitness and how they wanted to be fit and why they weren't fit and, you know, the, the gambit of questions that you asked, I thought something is going on. And, and then I got a little excited and I thought, are they going to, are they going to do something major here in this area? And then I told, I told Christy, I said, they're going to open a CrossFit gym. And she was like, what, what are you, what are you talking about? And I said, you know what, just forget it. I, I didn't say anything. They're not going to do it, you know? And then boom, you pop the question of like, Hey, you know, we're going to open a CrossFit gym. And I, I immediately told her, I mean, it wasn't even like a thought. It was kind of like a, you know, and I'm I'm really kind of like a, a spur of the moment type person sometimes. So I was like, you know what? I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And she was like, you are nuts. And I was like, I'm dead serious. I was like, I'm going to do this. And so that's when I started texting you back and forth. I think I was messaging you, probably yeah, stalking Facebook, you. And you're like thinking, the day, the day yeah. we announced, you and, messaged me And I think Facebook. you're thinking, this guy, I barely know this guy, but he's totally stalking me right now. But I'm, I'm serious. Like, 
that really kind of motivated me. I thought this is going to be in my own backyard. And, and so then, you know, next thing you know, I'm talking Mark into it. We're getting Hunter into it. Christy's on board, you know, so not, not that I was fully to blame for that, but I thought, man, we're, you know, this is going to be huge. And so I was motivated, you know, I was motivated to do it and I knew it, you know, trust me, I have been through the intro of CrossFit and I knew it was going to be soreness and pain and I'm 43 now and I'm thinking it's really going to be painful, but completely embraced it and just, you know, I I loved it. You know, I I have loved it from the get go and it's, uh, I think only until last week and I got sick, but that was the only time that I've taken off since, since we started. Yeah, I know. And then I was even talking to Christy some at the gym and she was, and I want to hop back in in just a, a few minutes on your wife joining the gym too and all that stuff. But I remember talking to her uh, last week and she was like, yeah, or not last week, but beginning of this week. And she's like, yeah, Andrew was really bummed that he couldn't come to the gym last week, you know, and all that stuff. And now I see, cause you're in, you're traveling, you're out of town right now. You're posting these videos of you doing the actual workouts in the hotel room or in the hotel gyms and all that. Like he's in hook, line and sinker. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's. This week, I I knew something had kind of changed in me internally when I when I had the motivation to do these workouts away from my community. But again, you're attached by that Sugarwad app, you know, and you've got right. your community. That's. I mean, I'm getting fist bumps from people that are like, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, dude, you're you're out of town and you're you're killing this." You know, and that dude that in the, that was in the gym yesterday was totally like looking at me like dude. this. This guy that is picture, nuts. Or that video, I watched that dude's face the whole time. Kudos to you, one. Uh, people listening to this probably have no idea what we're talking about, so I'll fill them in and I'll set the scene. But you post a video, you're in the hotel gym, and you're doing dumbbell thrusters, and <laughs> you're probably making all kinds of noise and all this stuff. And there's this dude just in the corner uh, of the frame just sitting there looking at you like, what the heck are you doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I, I laughed so hard because you posted a video and I started reading the comments. And whoever photoshopped people's faces on that dude, oh, my gosh, man. I laughed so hard at that. But I'm, tell- I, I'm, I'm telling you, yeah. That, that was, that, I felt bad for that dude, but I was like, you're just going to have to embrace this dude because this is what's happening. I'm surprised, though, that you said that you're you're not very uh, – you're not a social guy because I feel like you're a social butterfly at the gym. You know, I think putting, putting me in an environment where it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's kind of like, I think the military and, and I was not some like, you know, um, uh, I wasn't anything special in the military. I was a regular old Joe. I did my job, but I think when it's, when it's time to do the mission, like, I feel like everybody around me, guy or girl in that gym is we are all there to do this mission. And I, and I, I go into that mindset of like, we're all getting ready. You know, we're all going to do this warm up, and then we're working out. Like I want to, you know, guy or girl, I want to go around and give everybody a good game and say, look, we're, right. we're doing this. Like we are going to crush this, you know, uh, I, yeah, don't know, I tell man, people I'd... in our, our tell people in our no sweat intros all the time, like because one of our our values as a gym, you know, we have three: it's fitness, family, and fun. 
but that family value, like one of them is being like mind, being around like-minded individuals, accomplishing goals is just healthy for life. And uh, I mean, you just kind of basically hit on some of those things that it's like, you're all in there. You call it the mission, but you're all in there accomplishing a task or doing a set of work. You all have different goals. Like every like we've got so many different people with so many different goals. Some people are just trying to live long enough to see their daughter get married one day. And other people are like, I just want to be able to sit on the toilet when I'm 80. Then you got those who want to have active lifestyles, all these different things. Everybody's got these different goals in life, but they know the way that they're going to accomplish those goals is by doing the same work that everybody else in their class is doing, you know? And so I totally resonate with that when you're like, Hey, you look, we're on this, we're in this mission trying to accomplish this task. And I just want to help everybody else accomplish the same task that I'm trying to do, you know? Yeah. So, and you thrive in those years. So I was kind of shocked to hear you say that. Yeah. You're, it's, uh, Cause you're a social butterfly in there. Maybe Wotan just brings out the best in you. You know, and it's, and it, <laughs> it, well, it's funny because at the, at, at the, at the midpoint or at the three quarter point of those workouts and you're suffering so bad, you know, and, and some of them have been pretty bad. And then you get, and but then you get done, and and I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not that guy that's trying to like, hey, look at me. But like, you've got those last three people that aren't done yet, and I'm, I'm like, we're not done. Like right. none of us, none of us are done. Like I need to go work out with them. Uh, yeah, and, and that's, that's so to me, that's the mission minded man. Yes, that's just so. It's it's so important. It's what I needed when I started. Like, because I was the last one to finish for a good solid six months, like every workout. But mentally, I was like, I was like a little infant mentally. Like I never thought, I, if I was in there by myself, I would have quit day one. So no, like, I don't know if, even if you know, like the importance of things like that in other people, like, cause they may mentally not feel like they can do that task or they can finish that workout. But then when they're encouraged by someone who just finished it, you know, then they're going to, they're going to see that there's more in their body that they can do. And then, you know, that feeling at the end when you're like, Holy crap, I can't believe I just finished that workout. Yeah. I did not. Th- I wanted to quit 15 times in the middle of it. It does something, uh, psychologically to us for sure. That, that Saturday, and that was even worse than the Frelin workout, but that Saturday <laughs> we did like, it was like 30 rounds of like, it was a hero how- workout. Yes. And that was like 30 rounds and I was like nine rounds from being done, and I had nothing left to give for handstand push-ups. And again, somebody somebody from my team decides I'm going to put a little extra cushion in here and a weight, and you're gonna you're gonna be able to kind of sustain this. And that was Kyle, man. Kyle came in there, put that cushion under my head. I was able to finish those handstand push-ups, and that that pushed me through. And I I banged those nine you know rounds out. But yeah, that's. Uh, you know, and, and a little bit of it is a little bit of it is that you are suffering through it. You kind of feel that pain. You kind of know, I don't know, man, it's, it's weird for me. Like, you know, you're alive, you feel that pain. All you got to do is just get to the end and everybody around you is doing the exact same thing. Like they're not judging you. No, they're, they're not, you know, in a lot of gyms that, that was my thing. I, always felt like in other gyms are like people think i'm an idiot 
because they know I'm not. I'm going to end up on some viral video. They're going to take a picture or video of me doing something stupid on this machine, and I'm going to be viral. But no, that's not the case. You know, like of course that's not every gym, but some gyms are that way. But there, with the culture, it really is. Everybody wants to see everybody do their absolute best and achieve the goals that they've set before them. Um, I know your wife uh, joined the gym too. She she joined what like the week, the first week we were open, the week after. I yeah, it was it was not long because we we had done our foundations class and then we started our workouts and then they were starting their foundations class the week because her and Hunter, right she came the first she yes. came to the first the first week we were open she joined yes and that that was her foundations week right so what is it like having like your wife you and your wife doing like the same workouts do you ever talk about it outside of the gym like what's oh all uh, yeah aspect that's, like that's i think it becomes a part of your life and that and, and we're not fitness junkies either right you know, i'm not sure. uh you know i'm not i'm not sitting there going okay i'm gonna make i'm gonna make a program for you and you're gonna you right. know it's not anything like that it's just a we'll say it's accountability like it's you it's you and your spouse or saying hey we're we're going to live the best life the longest life we can and we're going to be fit and so that's that's like hey how was the workout today cuz usually she'll go during the day and sometimes she works out with me now if she if we work out at the same time we try to be we you know we try to partner up or try to you know you know hold each other accountable but um it's it's been good man it's it's energy it's right. energy. It's influential. It's it's hey, help me out. I'll help you out. Um, and then at the same time, man, you you are supportive of each other because as you as you get a little bit older, you notice that you're not in shape as well as you used to be. You're not as fit as you used to be, and you want to look at the other person, your spouse, and say you're doing good. Like you you look good. You you're you're pushing through i'm proud of you like it's i don't know it's it's encouragement man it's um i think that's positive i think that's what every person should do and it, you know if you want to get to an active lifestyle which that's that's i think that's my ultimate goal i don't i don't think i want to you know i'm not going to win a crossfit games or something like that but i want to be an active you know person you want to be uh, fit in every stage of life. That's it, man. And, and if we say, hey, we want to go for a hike on a Saturday or, hey, we're just going to go, you know, do whatever. Okay, so we're in New York the other, uh, you know, last month we were in New York and uh, we're trying to catch another train. We're on the wrong train. We run upstairs across the deck and down another set of stairs, which is not a lot, but we just hoisted up a couple of kids, ran up the stairs, ran down the stairs you know, and like the functional fitness, yeah, like that's that's what I like about it because yeah, we and some people don't know what that means when you say functional fitness, but you just described it perfectly because oh, yeah. what we're training for is not to be some elite level athlete. We're just training for scenarios in life. That's what functional fitness is all about: doing movements that make sense in life, so you can. That you do deadlifts because who knows there may be a moment where you miss a train and you have to deadlift your kid up and onto your shoulder, and then a clean, and then run and get on another train. Uh, you That's just it. perfectly described functional fitness and why it matters. 
Like the reason we're training, the reason we're doing this stuff is just so like if we decided, hey, we want to go for a hike with our kids or what if our family decided on Thanksgiving to run uh, 5K, you know, that's that's what you're training for. Yeah. yeah. So, Andrew, what um, what would you say to someone who's I know because I'm, I'm sure there's somebody listening right now who's on the fence about joining uh, CrossFit Woetown or any gym in general. Uh, so what would you say to someone who's on the fence? I would just say if you if you are on the fence and it you you've got your reasons for being on the fence, whether it's uh, money or it's time or it's uh, time with your family, you know you're taking time away. I would just say give it a shot, give it a shot, and put everything you've got into it because you are worth it. That's that's just me, and I'm not trying to sound uh, cliche or anything like that, but I think we. I think we don't give enough to ourselves as far as fitness and, and, and we want to be active. You know, we're, we're not necessarily an active society now, but be active. Um, and that, that's, that's my pitch. That's my pitch to everybody. Yeah. That's my pitch to me. Uh, to, you know, when I, when I find those days where I'm like, man, I don't really feel like going, you know, I'm, I'm tired. Like really? How tired are you? Like I'm, right. I'm 43. I'm not out of the game. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fit. Like I need to get in it, you know. So, yeah, right. stay motivated. And then, yeah, and then what ends up happening is like it's, it's worth it in the long haul, because oh, there's like you're working out now for what, I mean, 70 year old Andrew's going to be like. 70 year old Andrew's probably going to be thankful for. You know, 42-year-old Andrew, like, hey, I'm so glad you did squats at 42 because now at, at 70 I can still sit on the toilet, you know? Well, let's, let's just hope that active, 43-year-old, active 43-year-old Andrew turns 70-year-old Andrew into 85-year-old Andrew. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. I couldn't have put it any better. But, man, I really do appreciate your time. And uh, like I said, like – in the gym, you are a social butterfly, and you're so pivotal to the culture that we're building at uh, Wotown. And so thanks for the time. Thanks for who you are. Thanks for bringing your wife to the gym and members of your church to the gym. Uh, I appreciate it, dude. Oh, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I really enjoyed talking to Andrew. I don't know about you guys, but I was completely shocked when he shared that he wasn't really a social guy. It, it's kind of cool to see how the gym brings something out in him like that. And like I said in the podcast, he is pivotal to the type of culture that we're building at Wotown. So if you're looking for a place full of people who want nothing more than to encourage you as you chase your health and wellness goals, then I really do believe that Wotown is the place for you. I mean, there's dozens of people just like Andrew who know how to encourage you and they know how far that goes in the whole process. Your first step is to book a free no sweat intro at www.wotown.fit. We'd love to sit down with you at your convenience and talk about your fitness goals and how we can help you achieve them. Have a great rest of the month.